You are now listening to the Rose of Sharon Church podcast. It is our prayer that God challenges your heart during this week's message. If you would like to let us know what God is doing in your life, please email us at rostnshare at gmail.com. We're glad you're here. Welcome home to Rose of Sharon Church. Listen to what the Word of God says. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. Look at verse 7, because this is where I want to catch you. But he made himself of no reputation, taking on the bondservant and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Let me just share this with you. Word of God says in John chapter 3 and verse 16 that we talked about, for God sent his son. He loved us enough to send his son. Realize something. We are the ones that betrayed the Lord. But immediately the the Lord begins to try to work to a place to resolve that betrayal. And he sends his son to finally bridge a gap between God and man. And he sends them how? He sends him as a servant. He did not send him as the arbiter of all great things. And him come riding down the Holy Ghost escalator from heaven. Right in front of all Jerusalem. Hello. Come to me. Y'all ran away from me. Now you get yourself over here. You want to have a relationship with me? Get here now. No. He didn't come that way. He didn't demand it. Now I found something being married 20 years. I found something. If I want to remain married at times, I found out something. I mess up. Time to time. Not a good time to say amen. I mess up. But I found something out that if I've done something that is stupid in the eyes of my wife, every guy has been here before, that all of a sudden you begin to do something. You begin to... According to the level of stupidity, there are flowers, there are candies, cards, there's, did you just say, say, she went right straight for the top, she went right to diamonds, Uh, she went right to the jewelry department, my Lord have mercy, and then, don't make her mad, because she goes right to the top, Lord have mercy, Uh, but, you know, you get all this stuff, and then all of a sudden you start doing little things like, you know, the to-do list that your wife has, you begin working on it. You don't even have to have, they don't even have to ask you. You start working on it. You, know, you start doing things trying to be able to make up for your bazoo. My boo-boo, I need to make up for it. I need to make amends for it. Catch this. Now, every, every husband has done that. 
trying to be able to make up for it. But guess what? I found out something. Jesus is not like us. Instead of demanding us who made the betrayal to come to him, guess what? He came to us. See, this is how much he loves you this morning. In that he did not say, I demand you to come to me. I demand you that you do this, that you do that, that you, you, you. He says, no, I love you enough that I will leave the glory of heaven and I will make myself as a servant and I will come without any pomp and circumstance. I will come because of one reason. I love you. He did not demand anything of us except just to come to him even as he has come to us. Understand them. That is the reason why that he loves you. That is, that is how the proof of his love this morning. And then we come to the position that he knows something. Because in Philippians chapter 2 it says this, that he became obedient. Obedient to what? Even the death on the cross. Realize something, brother and sister. The word of God tells us in Romans chapter 6 in verse 23. It states this, for the wages of sin is death. Okay? Understand something. That your sin can only, and I wish I had a little bit more time to share it with you, but, but you can look in, in Hebrews chapter 9 and he'll begin to talk to you a little bit about the blood that cleanses in the Old Testament. The thing that cleansed and was allowed to cover sin was one thing, blood of an innocent animal. And they would apply the innocence of the animal to your life. But Jesus came as the Lamb of God. Why? Because He knew something. He knew the only way that you could be free. The only way that you could be free. The only way that I could be free. Is if I or the Lord Jesus Christ came and died on a cross. In order to be able to pay for our sins. Because the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. What does that mean? And that is this. In his death, he is able to pay for your sin that would have brought forth death in your body. But he says this. I will take upon your death. And as I take upon your death, being innocent of sin, now I can give you what? Life in Jesus' name. But to understand something, Jesus understood this the moment he came as a servant, that the end of his days would come on a cross. Do you understand what I said? Now, what in the world would drive a man to be able to? To come to a place to give of himself when really it should be the other way around. But he gives of himself. He knows that he is going to have to die on a cross. But yet, he does it. You know what, what that tells us? He loves us. John 15 and verse 13 states this. 
that greater love has no one than this, that they lay down one's life for his friends. This morning, I wish I had more time to talk about this greater love. No greater love than what you'll ever find in Jesus. There is no greater love than what you'll ever find. Why? Because, brother and sister, the very definition of love is self-sacrifice. Hear me right. If you, you want, I ain't got time to talk about it. I'll talk about it next week. I'm here to tell you something, brother and sister. If you're hanging around with the joker that only thinks of himself, that's not love. That's lust. Come on, somebody. Brother and sister, understand something. Love is what you find exemplified in Jesus. In that he came as a servant and he gave of himself. And there's no greater love than that right there. What is your definition of love? And that is I love them enough to give of myself. I love them enough to come out of my own schedule and do what God wants me. I love them enough because of what He's done for me that I can't help but give back everything I can to Him. Why? Because, brother and sister, He showed me no greater love. No greater love. Because he loves you. This morning, he loves you. He not only loves you in just words, he's proved it. He loves you. What's this this morning? No matter what you're going through, you are the object of his love. And he has made a way so that you can come to him. Because Jesus came. Now what you can be able to do is say, Jesus, I'm in need of help. I'm carrying a load I can't carry by myself. Will you forgive me? He says, I loved you enough in the midst of your stuff that I died on the cross so that now I can be able to take your sin and give you life. That is how much He loves you. This morning, no matter where you're at today, He loves you. Father, in the name of Jesus, dear God, I thank you, Lord, that you love us. Dear God, no matter where we're at, no matter what circumstance that we're going through, no matter the problem, no matter the issue, dear God, you love us. And you came to this earth so that you could be able to die on a cross so that we could be able to find you. To restore a relationship with you. So Lord Jesus, right now move across this building. Lord Jesus, there's any here that do not know you. I pray right now that you will touch them. That you do a work in them, Lord. Lord, that you will convict them. And that dear God, Lord, that you, Lord Jesus... We're working them right now. I pray in the name of Jesus. You're here this morning. You say, Pastor Tim, I do not know Jesus. 
I don't know him. But I want to know him. I want to know him. Maybe you've walked in this building and you say, Pastor Tim, I've never asked Jesus to come into my life before. But you want to ask him this morning. If that's you, I want you to just lift up a hand across this building. I want to pray with you this morning. Thank you. Thank you this morning. Anybody else? Anybody else this morning? In the name of Jesus. Anybody else? Anybody else right now? In the name of Jesus. Anybody else? Right now. If you lifted up your hand, you say, Pastor Tim, that's me. I want to ask you to do one more thing for me. I want to invite you to come. Make your way to an altar. I want to pray with you this morning. I want to meet you here. Come on, right now. I want to meet you here this morning. Come on, right now, in the name of Jesus. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Is there anybody else? Sister Jane, can you come help me this morning? Anybody else this morning? Anybody else this morning? Anybody else this morning? In the name of Jesus. Anybody else this morning?